Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. All right, let's go to this uh, story, this developing story in this country. It's unpleasant. Uh, stranger attacks. Uh, some are deadly, as happened yesterday when a woman in Toronto, elderly woman, was allegedly pushed to the pavement, hitting her head. She never regained consciousness. A man has been charged. There are the teens we talked about earlier who've been charged with uh, with assault, allegedly uh, committing assault. Ari Goldkind, criminal lawyer in Toronto, media commentator. Ari, thank you for, for taking the time. Um, thoughts on what appears to be an increasing reality or phenomenon of these stranger attacks? Well, I'm not sure it's anything other than violence is increasing in Canada. The country is changing. There are those who will lie through their teeth and say, no, it's just people are paying more attention to it, or the headlines are more salacious. That's false. As you know, Roy, media is shrinking. There are less mainstream outlets to cover this. There are less mainstream outlets that can talk about this. Canadians know that their cities, particularly my city in Toronto, is going down the toilet. Politicians won't address it because they'll sing Kumbaya. But this is a phenomenon that, as Canada changes, and make no mistake, Canada is fundamentally changing, and it will not be the same as it was 20 years ago, and it will not be the same in 10 years ago. Crime is changing, and it is becoming two things. One, much more vicious, and two, and this is the part that you're not supposed to talk about if you do what I do for a living, but I frankly don't care, the fact that the viciousness and violenceness of crime is moving to people under 18, to your point about the young 13- to 16-year-old girls charged with the murder of the homeless man. When you look at all of the circumstances, Roy, about that event, and then you add to it, and again, you have listeners all across Canada. In my city, the rise of carjackings, robberies, stabbings, pharmacy uh, burglaries, it tends to now be people under 18, and that's because, as many people listening to you uh, would ask, is our Youth Criminal Justice Act now properly responding to youth crime? And that is an open debate that I can assure you, Roy, will not happen. So, okay, let's, uh, let's talk about this Youth Criminal Justice Act. What do you think of it? What's your professional view? Well, if you ask me my professional view as a defense lawyer, I'm going to give you a somewhat more moderated answer than my I'm a Canadian citizen. Okay, give me the Canadian citizen Nari version. All right. It is one thing, Roy, when you have a Youth Criminal Justice Act that very properly is concerned with the idea that a young person's mind is not fully formed by the time they're 18. That being said, you can get a driver's license at 16, Roy, and Mm -hmm. you can drive a 2,000-pound killing machine. There is some responsibility, but somehow if you're 17 years old and 11 twelfths, you're treated as sort of a juvenile. As a Canadian citizen, my view is, look, there are going to be, Roy, no doubt about it, 
youthful indiscretion, okay? There are going to be fights. There's going to be a fight over an iPhone. There's going to be an interaction with a girl when you're 16 or 17 where a youth mind may not understand consent and boundaries the way you and I do, Roy, okay? And I don't think a 16-year-old at a party should serve and suffer lifetime consequences uh, because of something they did at 16 when their brain wasn't fully formed. I have no difficulty with that. But when you're now talking the kind of gangland, gang-style shooting, gun possession, killing of a homeless man, and remember, the homeless advocates for Ken Lee, let's put a name to him, Roy, the homeless advocates are pretty silent on this uh, eight-person alleged killing of a homeless man because on the wokeometer, and that's the word I made up, but I think it applies to everything today, on the wokeometer, somehow Ken Lee as a homeless man ranks way below on the wokeometer the eight teenage girls. So as a citizen, my concern is that the Youth Criminal Justice Act is not being applied or adapted properly to the change the level of violence, but as a defense lawyer, there are many occasions where a 15, 16, 17-year-old's mind should not be adjudicated or sentenced like an adult. And uh, young people are very much aware of the Youth Justice Criminal Act and its limitations. Not only that, Roy, it's a joke. If you look at the reporting from yesterday in the bail court in Toronto, the eight girls are all, the seven girls that are left that haven't gotten bail, they're all snickering, they're all yeah, laughing. I saw that. I can tell you, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, that's not my reporting. It's a great writer named Michelle Mandel who actually goes to these things. And, you know, you can't say much about these things, Roy, because there's a secrecy ban, a publication ban. You can't identify them. I mean, I know who they are. I know more than I can talk about, but you can't say a word about it. The problem is, is that even amongst the youth detention centers, they know they're all going to get a kiss. Many organized groups and gangs will have these young people do their bidding because the sentence is non-existent and it will be wiped from the planet AT. And let me go back quickly to Ken Lee. That's the dead homeless man. His family came out yesterday and there, but for the grace of God, go all of us. Doesn't matter that I'm a defense lawyer. And look, I would defend one of these. And Ari, I apologize. I apologize. I only have 20 seconds. Yep. Very quickly. They say, Roy, how is it fair that our daughter or your daughter or your son will sit in the class next to these girls and you'll never know it was them? That's That's a very, very fair point that exposes Canadians to things that I think should be better addressed. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.